Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good Thursday evening to you. Welcome to the John Sanchez Show on New Stock 780 KOH. Pleasure to be with you and a pleasure to be with my co host this evening, Dwight Millard, hometown lenders extraordinaire. How are you, buddy? I'm doing fantastic, John. How are you? Excellent, thank you. Doing excellent. Good. Hey, hey, we're we're the old guys of the group today, like like normal, yes. but even more so. But even more so. Yes. yes Joining sir. us in Corey Edge's absence is his uh, extraordinaire realtor of Edge Realty, Mr. Aaron Clark. Doug, gone, young man. It has been way too long since you have joined us on this program. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. Have, have, have I, I made... had to take a break today from snowman building to, <laughs> to be on the show. So. That's a good thing. Tell the kids we apologize. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's great to hear your voice, Aaron, and great to have you on the program. Thanks for stepping in for Corey tonight. And, uh, you know, Aaron, no no pressure or anything, but the show's all about you tonight. Don't you love when I tell you that? Because <laughs> right. we always, whenever you join us, which, you know, again, we get you a couple times a year, we always try to make the show about you and uh, uh, and your uh, extraordinary uh, skills as a realtor. Uh, man, I saw in your email, you, you've got all kinds of accolades now. You're, you're like, you know, top this, top that. I knew you'd succeed someday, son. I just knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just found those on the website and just threw them. There right you now. go. <laughs> pay, pay, paid the right price for them, right? Yep. Voted yeah. Best of Reno, Google Excellence and Customer Service Award, Top Agent, Best in the Business. I mean, it goes on and on. I'm so proud of you man i am so proud of you thanks appreciate it you betcha all those years of hard work are definitely paying off have you have you made it have you <laughs> made it right. to 29 years old yet uh yeah i'm working on it <laughs> i still got like five more years so <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we love having you on. Well, let me tell uh, tell everybody what uh, what we are going to be discussing with Aaron and Dwight tonight because this is an important one. And I'll tell you guys, I'll take you behind the scenes how I came up with this topic tonight. So I I, I was I, I think I told you Dwight, uh, or I know I told Corey. I've been watching this series as I lay down at night and try to go to sleep on my iPad. It's on um, Amazon uh, Prime, and it's uh, called All or Nothing. And what they do is they follow different sports teams for an entire season. And I've been watching uh, an entire series on different uh, NFL teams, you know, the Rams and the Cowboys and just wrapped up one on the on the Eagles. And, you know, I it's all about competitive spirit, right? I mean, these teams, again, follows them all the way through to the playoffs and everything else. And, you know, competition, competition, competition. Well, I know the three of us, we're all, we're all three of us are type A personalities. We do not like to lose. We like to be the winners. And I started thinking, you know, we haven't touched on this topic in quite some time. Well, they're joining us tonight to be a great topic. And that is we are in obviously a different environment than probably the last time that I was on with you, Aaron. And and that is, you know, the old days of course were, Hey, you, you throw your house on the market. You didn't have to do much to it. You got multiple offers. You took the highest offer. It was a quick close. And it was just a, an incredible seller's market. Now, of course, in many situations, it's turned into a buyer's market. So back to my analogy, which is, 
how do we become competitive selling our house in this different environment, in an environment where one day rates are up, one day rates are down, uh, inventory levels starting to edge up a little bit. Bottom line, there's a lot more competition out there. And how can you succeed and be above your competition? When I say above your competition, that is the guy or gal down the street or around the block or on the other side of town that's selling his or her house, right? That's that's what it boils down to, Aaron. It's, it's a competitive situation and you have got to be the winner when it comes out to this thing or you're not going to get the dollars that you you were hoping you're going to get that's right that's correct we're going to go over that yeah, indeed we are. Aaron's put together a great list of eight points that uh, we're going to be covering to help you become the most competitive one. Now, now, Dwight, you know, competition in your world as well as mine uh, is, is, you know, something we deal with each and every day. I, I wanted to kind of start before I get to the stock market side. I saw an article yesterday. I sent it to you. Uh, uh, it, yeah. it was on the Wall, in the Wall Street Journal, but it hit all the news wires. Wells Fargo, you know, getting rid of or laying off, you know, hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of mortgage professionals. What what goes through the mind of and these were I think it was kind of lousy how they did this. They sent them sent a lot of these top producers on a big trip to Palm Springs. And then a few days later, a bunch of them got laid off. What's what's going on right now as far as the the employment situation with these lenders uh, in this you know difficult and challenging environment? Well, common? John, it's like everywhere. I mean, the, the reality of it is, and these were top producers. I mean, yeah, some of these exactly. were, were heavy, heavy hitters. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, 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 we talked about it, I don't know, uh, a couple months ago where Wells Fargo got out of the correspondent wholesale space now, right? right I mean, they just, right. they're good. They're going to, they're, they've, they've really reeled their, their, their business model in. And I just, I, I, I always say when Wells Fargo leans, you got to lean just not as far. Okay. So, I mean, it, it, it gives everybody a little bit of a, you know, probably a concern, when they start kind of doing that kind of move of laying people off, I mean, it just is, it's a, a sign of the times right now. We've talked yeah. about the, the number of layoffs throughout this industry. I mean, everybody yeah. staffed up. Remember, John, yeah. around the, you know, the, 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 the pandemic era when things were going crazy, right. uh, refinances, you know, and now you have, you're laying off probably double the people because, you know, you doubled the staff mm-hmm. to cover mm-hmm. that. So it, it, it does, it, it does make, it, it does cause for concern because i mean they are the biggest baddest bear and uh and they're they're exiting space and they are laying people off they're they're minimizing themselves so what, uh, what you, i think they I, they 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 know something we all maybe don't know yeah you know, I mean, I, that's that's what i was hoping yeah. you were going to say what what do you do dwight for for our listeners let's say you're you're in the midst of a uh of a of a loan process and you know, you go to call your your lender and your uh, your loan advisor, mortgage broker, whatever the title they may be having, is no longer there. Do you do they pass you on to somebody else? Does the loan just stop and you got to go find a different lender? What what happens in case this you know, situation arises with someone? Well, it, generally, if you're that far and you've got a client that's you know working actively either in process or looking at buying something, you, okay. you're, you're going to get out in front of it and let them know, okay. give them the heads up. But if you didn't do that, yes. I'll, then it's typically there will be somebody there that 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 fills in and picks up it. But you always have as the consumer, you always have the right to move anyhow. You know, gotcha. so gotcha. Um, you know. But but that's and, and people are experiencing this a lot right now, uh, yep. John. I mean, yep. there's just a lot of movement. People may not be and in Aaron's world, same thing. I mean, you I know, these are the that. same things we saw in 08, 09, Right, the movement. Even the title companies are moving. You know, people are moving. So. Uh, everybody's on the move or they're exiting the industry. So uh, Aaron, more and more, uh, I think uh, it's happening. 
Yep, exactly. I don't think I've ever asked Corey that question, uh, Aaron. So let's let's throw it to you. Are you seeing the, the to Dwight's point? You seeing obviously the same type of thing going on in in the real estate industry? A lot of people leaving and moving and so on and so forth. Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing it a little bit. Um, in our world, it's it's different because we're uh, contracted with you know we're ten ninety nine employees, so we don't sure we don't work for anybody. Like I don't um, even though I work for Edge Realty with Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an independent contractor still. Right. So I remove myself and choose to stay or whatever. If right. I were to leave because I wanted to go get a job somewhere because I wasn't doing enough real estate, mm-hmm. then um, all of the contracts and everything are between Edge Realty and that person. So Good technically, point. Edge Realty owns all of those clients. So if I were to leave, then Corey would take on all right. of those. And But again, to Dwight's point, people can say, well, I don't want to work you know, with anybody unless it's Aaron and go sure. somewhere else. But that's why Corey and I work really well together. Is yeah. We both yeah, work with everybody. Absolutely. But as far as the, your, your, your competition that's out there, we're going to use that word a lot tonight. Competition. Are you seeing a lot of, yeah. a lot of people getting out of the industry? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We, we noticed it when it comes time for renewals, annual renewals and continuing education and mm. that kind of stuff based on the amount of people that have renewed for the following year or completed their continuing education. And we're seeing that trailing off big time. Okay. All right. Another cycle like we've been through many, many times. Excellent. Great job. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. All right, guys, when we come back, let's, uh, we'll get down to the stock market uh, recap of the day and then get ready for our topic, which again is uh, how are we going to gain that competitive edge against other people who are trying to sell their homes with Aaron and Mr. Millard. Let's turn it over to Daniela Sanino, a very busy lady tonight in the Right Now Traffic Center. Hey, Daniela. Welcome back to the John Sanchez Show on Newstock 780 KOH with Dwight Millard of Hometown Lenders, Aaron Clark of Edge Realty. All right, we finished with a gain of 109 on the Dow, 0.33% to close at 33,153. Again, after dipping, uh, uh, well, we had over a 400-point swing from lows to highs on the Dow today. So once again, that sign of volatility. tell you the reason behind it in a moment. NASDAQ rose 83 points, 0.72%. S&P up 21 points or 0.53%. Uh, oil was strong today, 2% gain to 75.37 a barrel. Gave up $14.70 an ounce on gold to 1,826.80. And Dwight, you got a little bit of a reprieve today, four basis point decline on the 10 year treasury at a close of 3.88%. Um, what was it yesterday? We hit 396, or excuse me, early this morning, we yeah. hit 396 uh, mm-hmm. on the um, uh, heels of the uh, second read of the GDP. So, any movement in the mortgage side today? Well, you know, on Tuesday, remember, we had that big, big move, and, and, and we didn't really get into rates, John, but you were uh, – Mortgage News Daily reported the average daily rate of 6.875. John, that carries anywhere between one to one and a half points for that. Mm-hmm. Today, you're at 6.82, so you can see not a lot not of benefit. Moved. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, amazing. I just amazing. don't think there's. I just don't think there's a lot of confidence in these rates coming down. But yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll take any benefit. But yeah, no, at least it wasn't uh, like Tuesday. Thank well, you know, Dwight, I think I think this again goes to the the rationale that that again I want to emphasize over and over again to our listeners the importance of dealing with a mortgage professional like Dwight, and and again, there's many others in town, but obviously he's my favorite um, because these rates, Dwight, are changing sometimes hour by hour, and in this bond market. Is seems on we have some days where it's as volatile if not more than the stock market so you know just thinking that you can just haphazardly uh you know pick out a mortgage you need a professional that understands the bond market and therefore understands rates to try to time it to the best of your ability correct 
Yeah, thank you, John. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you you even said, I think, on Tuesday, what what is taking now hours used to take weeks, right? I mean, so That's the right. movement is... It, we, th- th- these are things. I mean, we used to get those little those paper faxes, you know, oh, yeah. the little market <laughs> movements, yep. you know, and and it, it, you had time to react. You don't. A lot of times, you got to be proactive because there's not a lot of time to react now because it just that's moves. Right. But yeah, that's to your right. point, yeah, just make sure you've got somebody that you feel very comfortable with that's watching the market. There you go. Love it. Uh, let me hit the economic reports very quickly. Initial claims for the week, the state unemployment benefit filing, uh, down 3,000 filings, 192,000 individuals, so nothing significant there. Continuing claims, those that have been on the benefit for a while, down 37,000 to 1,654,000. And then the market movement report that, that caused us to sell off pretty heavily this morning uh, came about at uh, 5.30 this morning. This was the second read on fourth quarter GDP. Now, remember, you get three reads. They're about two weeks apart. Uh, the first read said the economy was growing at 2.9%. Today's read, the second, uh, dipped down to a, a growth rate of 2.7%. So definitely a little bit of slowing there. And the final thing I want to mention, there's a great article uh, making us look really smart, Dwight. Uh, Aaron, I hate to leave you out of this comp- this uh, conversation, but I'll, I'll, I'll bring you in right now. Uh, uh, Corey, the other day we were talking about, we were all complaining about our NV energy bills. And uh, Corey looked up a chart on, on natural gas prices because that's what Envy Energy is saying is the reason for these outrageous uh, bills that we all are facing these days. And Corey went, um, let's look at a chart of, you know, where natural gas prices were. They pretty much peaked in August and they have just fallen off of a cliff uh, uh, to this point. So today there's a great article in the Wall Street Journal validating everything that we talked about. Um, just to kind of hit a couple quick points on this one. Natural gas prices have dropped more than 65% just since mid-December. This week, they hit their lowest level since 2020's pandemic lockdown. Um, today, they, they dropped down to $2.31 per million British thermal units, down 49% from a year earlier. And then something of a historic standpoint, uh, in early trading yesterday, the futures dipped below $2, uh, which is a threshold that has rarely been breached over the past 20 years. So these natural gas prices just plummeting, but yet we're facing, um, you know, uh, 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 higher energy prices be- and being blamed because of high natural gas prices. So there it is again, Dwight. And, uh, you know, once again, to show how smart Corey is looking at that chart. <laughs> yeah, well, it, yeah, John, and, and, and what you sent out was, I mean, it's exactly what we talked about. How can you justify doing some, an action like they're talking about yeah, when it's completely increase. the opposite of what the, what that's they're right. saying? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, it, yeah. That's, that's, I, don't, I don't understand it. Well, I don't either. Corey's, Corey's well, and his analogy was perfect, right? Or his explanation was like, if rates go down, you know, if they're at seven, they go down to four, and I still charge seven, <laughs> right? Right? I mean, that's right, and, and that's yeah. kind of what they're doing, and that's yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, if you had a monopoly, you could get away with it, right? We're we're kind of counting yeah, exactly. At this point. True. Yeah, there's the problem. There's the problem. Yeah. All right, Mr. Clark, we've got one minute before the break, so I think we can squeeze in one of your great eight points in tonight's topic, which again is how do you gain an edge when selling your home in this this very unique market that we find ourselves in? So the first one is a lot of common sense, but again, as Corey alludes to many times, Aaron, um, it still takes a lot of convincing on the part of the real estate professional, and that is you get a price competitively with comps, right? You just can't throw some arbitrary figure that's out there. So you need to price competitively. You need to have some incentives, the concessions, so on and so forth. So touch on that point very quickly before we go to break. Correct. Especially now because, you know, our data is kind of being driven on a downward trend. 
Mm-hmm. So even when we pull comparable sales of something that sold, let's say, five months ago or four months ago, imagine so that that has been in contract for 30 to 45 days. So really, you're looking at something that somebody agreed to pay the price of six months ago. Great so point. pulling that information in in today's market, you know, and you try to justify a price that's higher than what it should be, using that data that's six months old, you're going to get really skewed numbers. And that's what some of our... Uh, you know, depending on your perception and opinion of these automated estimates and things like that, mm-hmm. get really frustrating because there isn't somebody there that's steering the ship to, you know, pull out stuff that shouldn't be looked at. So excellent... a lot of the uh... – go ahead. I was just going to say that that is an excellent point you bring up, Aaron. So what do you do as a real estate professional when, when that data is, like you said, four months ago, prices were completely different than where they are now. So, so if Dwight wants to list his house with you and, and let's say the, the, you know, the comps uh, show the house should sell for 600,000, but again, four or five months ago was the, were those comps. How do you, how do you adjust that now as a real estate professional to advise your client? Well, one, we have to look at everything. So it's not just what's sold. It's what's available, what our competition is, how are they priced. Um, We're looking at condition. We're looking at how many are pending in contract. Um, I mean, it's it's a lot of different things. And then when it comes down to just not having enough data, we, Mm -hmm. we have to take what has sold and look at the downward market trend or the upward market trend. Has it increased by 5% or decreased by 5%? And then kind of overlay that. And then it boils down to, hey, this is my opinion, because there's no exact formula of value. This is what I think we should list it for. And one of the things that Corey and I share with all of our clients is you can't really undersell a home. If you price it too low, the buyers will come and they'll push the price back up. You know, even in a horrible market. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Even in a horrible market. You can put a home on the market as long as there's more than one buyer looking at something that you have mm-hmm. and you priced it a little bit low, you'll have people see the value and they'll push the price up because you'll have more than one offer. You know what we call that in the stock market, Aaron? What's that? Market, market equilibrium. There you go. <laughs> so you you <laughs> have a, that in the housing market too. Yes, you do. It's such a great point you bring up because we all forget that, and I do sometimes too. It's like you try to outsmart the market, and the market always knows what the true price is of something, whether we're whether we're referring <laughs> exactly. to the stock market or to real estate. Great point you bring yep. up. All right, that's point number one of Aaron's eight-point list of how do we gain an edge when selling our house in this environment. Let's turn it over to Jim Fannin. He has news, traffic, and weather. How you doing, Jimmy? Welcome back to the John Sanchez Show on News Talk 780 KOH with Aaron Clark of Edgerility, Dwight Millard of Hometown Lenders. Hey, don't forget if there's something uh, you have missed or uh, maybe you missed an episode of the John Sanchez Show this week, don't forget you can go to any of your favorite podcast distributors and pick up the John Sanchez Show and uh, listen to it at your leisure. All right, we finished up 109 on the Dow. The Nasdaq rose 83, the S&P higher by 21. We've just begun our discussion with Aaron, filling in for Corey Edge, of course, on how to gain an edge when selling your home. So we discussed the first point, which is you've got to price competitively with comps, incentives, concessions. Now, Aaron, let's real quickly before we go on to the second point, Dwight, chime in here. Um, the second point of point one, I guess I want to say, so we'll call it 1A, the incentives and the concessions. This is something Corey's been saying. You know, don't uh, don't hesitate to to look at some concessions and things these days, again, to give yourself a bit of an advantage over, over other people selling their homes, right? Yeah, well, yeah and, and John, what, okay. what Aaron will echo is that, you know, 
it's one thing to have the $2,000, $2,500 in concessions. It's another to have 40. And that's kind of what you're seeing, John, is you're seeing big incentives 40000 in concessions? Yes, yes. You're seeing, you know, yeah, you're seeing crazy things right now, which is making an appraiser's life a little bit uh, of a headache right now. But, I mean, I'm, you're seeing some big incentives. We've talked about this, John, you know, to, to, to offer somebody a buy-down, whether it's temporary or a permanent buy-down in the rate, I mean, it's not uncommon with our sales prices, twenty grand, twenty five grand, wow. you know, it, it, it just in the buy down. And then, you know, then they want to try to get uh, closing costs covered, things like that. So you're seeing big numbers going around in these incentives and concessions right now. Fascinating. Aaron? Yeah, and it's really great, too, because if you write an offer on, let's say, a home that's listed at $600,000 and you want to save some cash and it's you know, based on, because of the market and sitting for a while, mm-hmm. you come in and offer, let's say, five seventy five. Mm-hmm. That twenty five thousand dollar price reduction is going to barely even be felt in your mortgage payment. Right. Whereas if you apply that towards buying down your rate and things like that, like what Dwight's talking about, it might save you a couple hundred bucks a month. So it's way more advantageous to apply it towards the loan than it is to just get money off the purchase price. Can, can you guys real quickly, and probably more towards you, Dwight, can you real quickly explain to the audience what actually happened? So let's use Aaron's example. Uh, you, you know, you buy the house, or the house is listed at six hundred. Your offer's at five seventy-five. The seller agrees to give you twenty-five thousand worth of of buy-down concessions. Real quickly, walk through the mechanics, Dwight, of how that works from a lending standpoint. I, I, I've never seen that done, so I'm I'm as curious as anybody. Yeah, can, yeah, because when, when when you're using just small numbers, it doesn't really have the effect, but. But Aaron's absolutely correct, and we talked about this Tuesday night. Aaron and Corey are masters at understanding how to do that. You're not getting much benefit by reducing the sales price as you would get buying down the rate. So all you're doing is that as long as they're within the concession amount, you know, uh, depending on how much you put down and what your loan program is, but let's just assume you're in the concession amount. You use that first and foremost, I go after buying down the rate like Aaron was talking about. So whatever the number that is. And then you attack then the closing costs, and and typically right now in these incentive, um, uh, this incentivized market, you're mm-hmm. covering your closing costs and the buy down. So it's just it's just a credit. Okay, but let's just drill down a little bit further. So forget about the closing costs now. Let's just use the full twenty five. Yeah. So right. I, I don't even know how to even ask this question. So. What at escrow the the money comes to hometown lenders and, and you buy that rate down that's what I'm trying to get to the mechanics of it. yeah yeah it, it just goes against the, the the rate lock that we did and what you're basically getting it, it depending on let's just use a couple let's use three or or, or four points okay. um, I mean you're getting a significant reduction in your interest rate and yes that's it it, it goes to home, you know it goes to the lender I mean because that's right. what it costs to get that rate so yeah that's that's how it goes and 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 the escrow company works all of that out. And John, the way I'm attacking it right now is I do a buy down, then I go after closing costs. And if there's any money left over, then you then like to Aaron's point, you could t- you know throw three or four or five at the at the sales price. Okay. You know, okay. so you can mix it, match it all you want. And it's a true benefit. It, it you know, it, it, the, the buy down gets you the better rate, but mm-hmm. you cover closing costs. That's hard dollars out of your pocket, yeah. you know? So yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how it goes. And the title company works it all out based okay. upon the, the, what's required from the lender in, ter- in terms of get securing that particular loan rate. 
Aaron, in that example, six hundred was the list price. Five seventy five was the offer, and then the seller agreed to the buy down. Did that price? Did that house? Let's say according to MLS, did it sell for six hundred or did it sell for five seventy five? So just to clarify, so what I'm saying is if it's listed for 600 instead of offering 575 to get 25,000 off the price, we give right. them 600. Right. And then we ask them to contribute 25,000. So the way the MLS will show is it's sold, it'll show that it's sold at 600,000. It's 6. Okay. So right now the appraisers are calling us realtors like crazy when they're looking at comps saying, "Hey, was there any concessions on this house that sold for 600,000?" Because that seems kind of high for the neighborhood or whatever, you know. Right, so right. that's how they're whittling down to get a more accurate appraisal for the lender. It, it, it just blows me away because it wasn't that long ago where I remember, you know, you guys sitting behind these microphones and going, you know what, there are, you know, it was such a hot market. Concessions, no, I'm not offering a concession. <laughs> there, hey, I've got 10 people I want to buy my house. I'm not getting a, giving a concession. <laughs> Yeah, oh, things change. I love it. I love it. All right, thanks. Yeah, there were there were there were sellers and builders hoping the borrowers fell out, you know, because they yes, could resell yes, it. You know, yeah. To your point, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, how how the times have turned. Yep, you got it. Well, Aaron, I, when I saw your second point, stage your home, people buy out of feel, not logic. So clean, declutter, organize, etc. That that word stage is not something I have seen a, a real estate professional use in years. So it's great to see it come back. I, I mean, we all understand clean declutter, but I, I want to go one step further. Are you talking about potentially even hiring a, a an actual staging company where they come in, bring their own furniture, that type of thing? Are we to that point yet? Or are you just saying, you know, just kind of common sense cleanup? Correct. So in, in instances where you're trying to be set apart using all the stuff we've already talked about. If we're in a competitive mm -hmm. neighborhood or something like that, or we have multiple listings that are competing with us, maybe even the same same model and everything. Sure. Um, paying a little bit of money to have a staging company come in, place furniture, and make it look like a model home, especially if you're not still living there, mm -hmm. is really beneficial because one, it shows up in the photos that way. It helps people when they walk in to feel like they're walking into something that's really posh and nice and organized and it's done professionally so they instantly kind of fall in love because for the second half of that point is people every time i meet with a buyer and they say i want this 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 and this they never buy that they walk into a specific home we start in that arena but they walk into a home and they start picturing where their tv is going to go their couch is going to go where the dog is going to be where the kids are going to be where the christmas tree is going to be whatever and they feel like it's home, and that's why they buy. It's, it's, they buy out of feeling. So making it so that when people walk in, they feel really good and, you know, like this home yeah. is really special helps to get you to stand out amongst your competition. Well, what does a, a stager go for these days? I, 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 last time I've looked into this, it was, you know, way back in the early 2000s. But, you know, for, let's say, your typical 2,000-square-foot house, what are you looking at, a couple grand for a professional stager to come in? Yeah, it's about that. And what they'll usually do is they'll charge you on, like, a monthly basis. So let's okay. say we do it for 30 days and we don't have an offer, mm -hmm. then we can say, oh, we wanted another month, and they're going to charge you another two grand or whatever it is. Okay. And you get okay. to choose different levels. So you can say, gotcha. I just want the master bedroom, the living room, and the kitchen done. And that's it. Ah, you know, okay. you can customize it however you want. I see. 
Very good. Yeah. All right. Let's let's squeeze in the, the third point. You you've brought this up. I remember years ago when we had this su- subject, and that is get the photos done from a professional, not <laughs> yeah. not taking your iPhone. And I mean, I've seen a lot of pictures that done that way. And Lord knows you can tell when it's taken with a non professional. Nothing against the iPhone; it does beautiful photos, but it's nothing compared to a professional photographer. Yeah, it, I mean, it drives me crazy when I'm working with buyers <laughs> and I'm sending them property listings. And they're picking two or three because it's in the neighborhood they want, but there's no photos. So they're just hoping it's good and it meets their needs. And I'm just amazed that a seller would sign off on, hey, list my home with no photos or one, or two <laughs> or three or whatever it is. And they're not even with a professional photographer. It's right. not that expensive. There are companies out there that do it. A good realtor is going to pay for it as part of the cost to using a realtor. You're not paying for it at all. Question. And if they're not okay. doing it, run. Find someone got else. It. Got it. Got it. Almost like where a realtor won't spend the money uh, advertising or marketing your home properly. Go the other exactly. direction. Exactly. Right? Yep. Love Run. It. Yep. All right. We'll come back with, uh, we'll squeeze in points four through eight. We've got to hustle when we do it, but we can do it. I know we can. Just like Daniela Sanino can give us the best traffic news in the round. How you doing, my dear? Are you hanging in there? Welcome back to the John Sanchez Show on News Talk 780 KOH. Let's go around the horn with phone numbers, some breaking news from Dwight, and then uh, wrap it up with uh, some of the uh, final points for Aaron. Mr. Clark, your phone number, sir? 673-6700. Beautiful. Mr. Millard? 240-2022. You know, guys, I know we're doing the right thing for our audience because I was just bebopping around Bloomberg during the break. And what's on the front page? Homelenders hunt for ways to make 6% mortgages more attractive. It's exactly <laughs> everything we're talking about. Oh, my God. But yeah. but there is one, one, one term here. Let's see. Where is it? Uh, marry the house, date the rate. Yeah, I've that said that many ah. times. Yeah, have you? Okay. All right. I missed that one. Yeah, marry the house, date yeah. the rate. I like that. Okay. Dwight, yeah. a you little bit of break. To... What's that? I said you always have the opportunity at some point in time when you know rates will settle down. You can exactly, reach exactly. There yeah. you go. Uh, real quick, Dwight. Yesterday, uh, some news came out of FHA. You wanted to share with everybody. Yeah, I, I mean, this is at least a positive sign. So, anytime you do a, a loan with FHA, a purchase, you're always going to have mortgage insurance, no matter how much you put down. But what they did is they took the annual monthly mortgage insurance down from 0.85 annually down to 30 basis points down to 0.55 the announcement they believe will save 850,000 home buyers an average cost of $800 a year so 66 mm, you know wow, and, a, a cost yeah, and, and I did down? I did a 450 wow. yeah and I did yeah. a 450 sales price John and it was a, a, about $110 a month yeah savings a month uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, so I mean it's it's strides in the right direction Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. I love good news like that. Good job, Dwight. All right, Mr. Clark, let's go back to you. We left off with photos. Again, Get uh, again. the agent should be spending the money uh, getting the professional photos. Uh, next one, folks, please don't take this as a biased approach, but I'm telling you as an outsider, this is 100% true, and that is, Aaron, use a realtor that has experience in this environment. I mean, that is invaluable. Yeah, especially with the market that we haven't seen in – Many, many years, yep. you need somebody who's had their feet in the trenches in this world that we're in now. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, Dwight, I'll throw this one at you, even though it's on Aaron's list. Seller financing, right? Not a bad way to go right now. Yeah, we've talked about that. You know, if the seller doesn't need the money, you know, what a good time to do a seller financing for a short period of time until the rates settle back down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. Number six, Aaron, make needed repairs and upgrades. In other words, do it sooner rather than later. 
Yes, sir. Always on the front end because someday you should be living in your home as if you're going to sell it someday soon. So always Beautiful. take care of what's needed when it's needed. Love it. Number seven, upgrade the curb appeal. Yep, kind of same thing. You know, if you're trying to stand out amongst the crowd, make sure that when people drive by your home that they look at it and go, wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, make it available to show. Boy, that's a that's a tough one. Uh, a lot of a lot of people list their house and it's like, oh, no, they can only come see it on the third Saturday of the month, right? Don't do that. Correct. It's yeah. been happening a lot lately with a lot of buyers <laughs> I'm working with right now where it's been hard to schedule, believe it or not. Oh, gosh. It, yeah. It's kind of like Craigslist. I love looking at Craigslist. It's like, yeah, you want to try to sell this or that, and then you don't even put your contact info. And it's like, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. Do you really want to sell this or not? <laughs> exactly. Aaron, Aaron, it's always great to have you. We have so much fun with you. Ed, right, Dwight? It's a great to uh, great. Yeah, to absolutely. You, you betcha. Beautiful stuff. All righty, boys. Great Roger, job, as you. always. You betcha. Thank you. We'll do it again tomorrow night on the John Sanchez Show. God bless. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.